0: stuck
1: in the nineties hello and welcome to stuck in the nineties we are your weekly nostalgia podcast dedicated to chronicling the years nineteen ninety 1990 through nineteen ninety nine I don't have to look at that on our notes anymore. It's been like three years and I'm finally there. I
0: was just looking at it
1: well i mean was... i'm
0: I'm there too, but I always read it
1: yeah i've I've transcended to a new level.
0: Anyway, we're your hosts, name and name. Yes. That's actually what it
1: says. (laughs) It's never changed in over two years. Maybe, maybe, maybe one of us quits. Maybe like we get, maybe we have a guest. Maybe we have a fill-in host. Oh, maybe. None of these things have ever happened. Yeah. I'm not changing it though. What is, what is that first name in brackets? Chris Elphick is one of them. And Connor Thompson
0: is the second. Welcome to March. Yeah. Oh, man. But, like, for real this time. How is there
1: more snow this week than last? God Uh, damn it, Canada. uh, Yeah. I don't know. But you know what I do know? What? I want to talk about punk this week. Okay. I'm not sure how to approach that, though.
0: This is a fine segue. Yeah. Good Uh, enough.
1: I mean, by some metrics, punk had already died long before the 90s, and most of the stuff we grew up with was pop punk i guess i think that's fair yeah so i was listening to some of uh, blink 182's debut album cheshire cat which kind of got me on the topic i was also thinking about like selling out and what punk means but i don't know the answer to that to myself and we're not going to we're not going to touch on that um but that came out in february of 95 so we're a little late to that party but it still kind of fits fair enough
0: yeah. uh, what's definitely worth talking about though uh, are the results of the first round of the inaugural and likely only I guess that's not what inaugural inaugural means. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, The results of the March Dino Madness 62 bracket mean, lean, fighting machine. That doesn't really make sense in this context either. Tournament. I mean, they could be mean. They could be lean. They're fighting. Some of them are machines. The dinosaur is true. The dinosaurs are fighting it out. And only one will make it through this March mass extinction um, of 90s dinos. And uh, non- non-dinosaurs that somehow made it in because eh, we thought it was funny
1: yeah i mean a mastodon isn't a dinosaur but it's a dinosaur and some of you actually voted for jar jar binks just throwing that out there. wow fuck all of you i know right like all several of you, you sons of bitches yeah that's pretty funny but first uh let's take a break from all that before we before we dive into the meat and potatoes of this okay stuck
0: in the 90s is brought to you by chalkboards they're dying, and that death absolutely began in the 1990s. I can't speak for Chris, but I fucking hated chalkboards. The screeching. Oh, like, I'm actually getting a chill down my spine right now, thinking about the awful noises that come
1: out of those death traps. No, they're not death traps. They're just the worst. They could be death traps. I mean, maybe they're okay. I, I don't feel particularly strong one way or oh, one way or I another, am, but I am anti-nostalgia. I am anti-chalkboard. Like completely anti chalkboard. Yeah, I very about, much am opposed. What about those little things that they have nowadays? Like a like a little jar with like a mason jar with a little chalk thing and you can write your name on it. I hate them. Oh, what about the solo cups? Well, I mean, no, those never
0: are mind. those are kinda neat. The ones where you use your fingernail to write your name on them.
1: Oh yeah. I, yeah, I, those thought, are, they were ch- I thought they were chalkboards. I guess I mean, probably both. Those are kind of cool,
0: but they don't make weird noises.
1: Okay. Fair the enough. The point
0: is, whiteboards started becoming commonly used by businesses In the early 90s, somewhere around that range. And they definitely became more common in classrooms during this decade due to concerns over health problems in kids with dust allergies and the potential for chalk dust to damage computers. And by the late 90s, about 21% of American classrooms had
1: already converted from chalk to whiteboards. That's pretty cool. That is very cool. And that's something that I think we missed out on in school. Oh, for sure. Throughout the 90s, we had all... All chalkboards. They have smart boards now. I know. I, They're the best. Even in high school, I think maybe maybe one, a couple classes. I think it was just one that had a smartboard. Uh oh yeah, smartboards. But I mean I'm just talking whiteboards. Oh yeah, Like not a many. couple started to have those instead of chalkboards, but the vast majority, like every math class, was was chalk on board.
0: So stuck in the nineties, would like to thank uh, chalkboards for both sponsoring this episode and no longer really being a part of our lives.
1: Yeah. You know. Cram it, chalkboards. That's a good sponsor. All right, so uh, I kind of lumped this into our movies and music. uh, Since I guess we are getting a little bit into punk today, Uh, keep in mind that most of what we say is not particularly researched and a lot of opinion. But I mean, there's a bit of research. A little bit. Yeah. So the 90s were an interesting time for music, and most of the new things that had sprung up in prior decades were fairly mainstream by now. Synthesized music was a fairly common part of pop music throughout the 80s. Rap grew throughout the 80s and exploded into the mainstream for the 90s. And then there's there's rock. Rock with all its history spanning multiple generations by this point. Rock with many subgenres, including metal, grunge, and punk. Punk's a, punk's a thing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
0: Punk started out in the mid-70s with some early punk garage-type bands, probably stretching back a few years earlier. Uh, Bands that rose to prominence in the early days were the Ramones, the Sex Pistols, the Clash. Those are kind of the big three titans that I'm sure most of you have heard of, if not still listen to. And that's part of punk's lasting power, right? Punk was a contrast to some of the more popular rock music at the time. Mainstream rock was getting more complicated with sounds, instruments, and production. Like if you if you look at original, like older rock bands, like if you look at Chuck Berry and, and Kiss, you would not think that these people are playing the same genre of music, but they both fit into rock.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like Chuck Berry, you've got a forp you've got a drummer, a singer, guitar, bass. Yeah. And and That's it, it,
0: and in kiss ace freely's like playing a smoking guitar with his teeth, it's yeah, just the production value the same. The,
1: pr- the production values rose the cut co- cost of tours and everything it was extreme by, by I guess, the 70s when a rock band like KISS would have been big.
0: Exactly. And punk, on the other hand, typically produced short or fast paced songs. They had hard edged melodies and singing styles and stripped down instrumentation. And that's kind of getting back to what we were just saying. Like it yep. was very bare bones uh, and often political anti-establishment lyrics to boot. So many of these bands would also self-produce recordings and distribute them through independent record labels and other fairly informal channels, uh, which is a feat in the 70s. It's not like you could put your, you know, demo up on MySpace.
1: Yeah. Or even remember Peer Volume? Oh, yeah. That's, uh, that's a topic for like... Yet unnamed, stuck in the 2000s. Yeah, stuck
0: in the 2000s. So like many genres, punk evolved, produced subgenres like hardcore, and then was eclipsed by other genres, with many claiming that punk was dead, which I'm sure you've heard a few times. There were many reasons to claim this, and we're not even remotely qualified to address any of those, so let's just move on to the 90s in particular.
1: Yeah. And right there you can see the contrast between things that have been researched and things that we're really just pulling out of our ass. Yeah! Is punk dead? Is punk not dead? The truth is out there. That should be like x files Season 12. Ooh, is Punk Mulder dead? and Scully trying to find out if Punk is dead. They're too old, man. No, but like picture picture like Mulder with like a fucking mohawk. Dope.
0: Yeah. I'd be in that.
1: Yeah, the truth is rad hair. So when the 90s rolled around, we basically had a generation of punk music to be discovered. Some people who were, were into punk back in the early days, probably became coke-addled yuppies in the '80s, and by the '90s we're probably in some positions of power. So kids like uh, like Will Byers and Stranger Things, which, as far as I know, you still haven't watched. I watched a little bit of
0: it while Tally was watching it, and she told me
1: not to watch it, but it looked interesting, so I watched it. Okay, you're getting there. Yeah. So. Will Byers in Stranger Things is introduced to The Clash by his sibling, and people like that would be in their late teens by the beginning of the 90s, and who knows, maybe if the cast of Stranger Things were done fighting off Demogorgons and shit like that by 1990, they'd form a punk band. Like, the kid who plays Mike, he's in a an alternative rock band. Right, so it's the 90s, and punk is ready for a comeback, and it's
0: also something that major labels are starting to see as marketable, which is the real clincher and that's where pop punk makes an appearance
1: so by 1994 green day was signed to a major label and they released their dookie dookie we're still not sure about that it's gotta be dookie yeah yeah it's gotta be it's gotta be dookie yeah and it went on to sell over 10 million copies that's uh that's pretty huge that's a few yeah and it was around this time that the offspring was also achieving similar mainstream popularity Now let's talk a bit about Blink-182. So the band was formed in
0: 1992 with Tom DeLonge, Mark Hoppus, and Scott Rayner. They were part of the punk scene in SoCal in the early 90s. Uh, They even produced a couple demo tapes and were eventually signed to the independent record label Cargo
1: Music. So they recorded their debut album under very tight financial restraints from this label. Uh, But on February 17th, 1995, they released Cheshire Cat under the name Blink uh later a I, I think it was like an irish or an icelandic band oh. with the same name threatened to sue because they had the same name so they just added on the 182 and i like that a lot better it does add a certain je ne sais quoi yeah blink is just something you do
0: true so delong at the time of its release called the album's musical style not punk rock were nothing like the sex pistols but our music kind of flowed from this genre of fast music with melody
1: And right there, I think you have the definition of pop punk. It's not punk, but you can see the lines of evolution, the little breakoffs and the little forks and stuff. Yeah. Uh, So the L.A. Times described most of the album's lyrical themes in a 1995 profile, uh, quoting them. Most of Blink-182's songs poke fun at their own youthful escapades, focusing on raging hormones, candy, masturbation, intestinal gas, and other topics of interest to adolescents. Ooh, that's true. Those are still all interesting
0: to me right now, save for maybe the raging hormones part.
1: Yeah. The refusal to grow up, which arises in many later Blink-182 songs, most notably Damn It, definitely true, is a common lyrical theme on the record. And that right there is probably one of the best and
0: simultaneously worst things about Blink-182. As a kid, you admire these grown men with their dick and their fart jokes. As a teen, you relate to many of their lyrics on a deeper level. But now as adults, we look back on the lyrics and get to reflect on how we've grown up and maybe in some ways wish that we hadn't. Although these days, we rarely listen to any of the dick and fart songs. When was the last time you heard... I want to fuck a dog in the ass.
1: Honestly, probably within the last two years, just because I've put on... I think I've done um, that, too. Like, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket or a Tom yep. Huck and Travis show. Whatever album that's on. It might even be Enema of the State. I don't like, know. Whatever album it's on. Like, I've put it on, listened to it, so it's come up. I remember but, when, like, someone I knew got that CD and we listened to that. Oh, it was, it was the, the funniest, funniest thing in the fucking world. world. Yeah, like, oh my god, these guys are talking about fucking a dog in the ass. That's And a pirate! holy oh. shit dogs and pirates that's it's still kind of funny but yeah that was the funniest shit ever when we were like 11 oh it super was yeah uh, cheshire cat had some good songs on it it's not like it, they were just some dick and fart joke band like they they had talent oh yeah i like uh i like carousel and m ms those okay. are two that i still listen to fairly often that those are the ones that kind of got me on this train yeah um and there's a good mix of like masturbation jokes in a song that's That's good. Yeah. That's a
0: good note to end it on.
1: Yeah, we're going to leave it with that. And that's Blink-182's first album. I think there's a little bit more there when we... Maybe if we dive into some of their later releases, but we'll see.
0: Okay, let's jump into a little bit of 90s news now before we get to the real show.
1: Oh, yeah! This is worth mentioning. Good call. Yeah, you saw that? Yeah, go for it. All right. So, uh, apparently it was Mario Day uh, as of recording yesterday. Uh, March 10th. Otherwise... Displayed as mar one O Mar-I-O. Ah. Uh, I it's, it. it's more of a stretch than May the 4th be with you. But whatever, it's cool. And it yeah. gave Google an excuse to team up with Nintendo and do something cool themselves. Uh, there's a, like a, they're calling it Mario time, I think, in Google Maps navigation. So if you're going somewhere, you can press a little uh, question mark block and then have Mario uh, be your car. Great. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Um, I was funny. hoping he would be saying the directions. Like, I, that's what I was hoping for, too. I, na- one, I, I want know. navigation from Mario. Like, let's a turn right. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Pull a U <laughs> turn. <laughs> oh, no. Recalculating. <laughs> oh, God. But it, it does start off with like a let's a go and like a, there's a really enthusiastic woohoo when you reach your destination. It's only available for another couple days, probably by the time we Ugh. actually have this episode out. It'll only have a couple days left. That's so, so disheartening. Uh, it tried out. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a fun little thing.
0: Yeah, it's it's neat. All right. The time that you and I have been waiting for and mostly me, definitely you, but mostly me because I have not once taken a peek at the results of the initial March Dino Madness bracket. This shit's about to get real.
1: Yeah, I, on the other hand, have been looking... Extensively. Oh, yeah, I've I've refreshed a lot, especially the first day we posted it. This is, like, the opposite of our podcast stats. Like, when we
0: first started doing this, I was checking all the time to see, like... What our download numbers looked like, and maybe if people didn't like a certain episode over another one, like what we did there. Yeah, I checked once or twice. It meant nothing. Chris never looked, and now you're on the other side. Is the grass
1: greener? Um, dinosaurs. Here's the thing. It's more dinosaurs. Yeah, dinosaurs. All right. So we just closed our, uh, our responses. I want to just give a big shout out to anyone who voted or liked or shared the post just getting more exposure out there even if your friends don't listen to the podcast if you you've got a stake in this you feel strongly about one of these dinosaurs at at least one of these dinosaurs you want them to win tell your friends tell your family get them to vote on the dinosaur you think deserves to beat this mass extinction march dino madness we're
0: we're not going to give you numbers but i think there are about 5 times as many people had that participated in this as I expected. Yep, and that's that's great. So yeah. thank you very much. All right, without All right, further so, well, yeah. ado, let's get into the matchups. Let's get into the matchups.
1: All right, um, our first one is the uh the dinosaur whose name I can cannot pronounce from the movie Carnosaur yep. versus Grimlock from Transformers. Obviously,
0: Grimlock. One next question.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he he took that one with a pretty good margin. Okay. All right, Agumon versus Stegs, the extreme dinosaur. Agumon, right? Oh, yeah, clearly, okay. clearly. Yeah, Fran Sinclair, that was a buy. Yeah. So 100% of the vote on that one. Welcome good aboard, job, Fran Mar-ma Sinclair. All right. Ducky from the Land Before Time yeah. versus the Dilophosaurus who spit at Wayne Knight and killed him. Yeah, I voted for the murderer. Oh, me too. Did Ducky win? Ducky... F- fucked up that dilophosaurus son of a bitch and i'm filled with some disappointment i am too that is our first People love ducky people genuinely love ducky oh
0: i know i talked to a few friends about this
1: people love ducky yeah okay let's move on that's sad all right mastodon versus petrie also land before time petrie took it right yep yep Yep. disappointing oh this one i got a i got a message from from (laughs) rob about okay Oh, I did too. T Rex versus Dinobot. That's correct. Yeah, I'm gonna say that T Rex won, and I think I, I think I voted Dinobot. I voted Dinobot too, which means we're in the minority because T Rex took that. Dinobot Jesus. was a hero. Dinobot was a hero. You people are monsters. Yeah, much like a T Rex. He's decorated. Yeah. Now, uh, this one interesting. Charlene Saint Clair versus alex the velociraptor from tekken i think sinclair oh I yeah she have- won it but i okay. do like more than i thought like alex the velociraptor ha- put up a pretty good fight on okay, this one okay yeah it was pretty close here is here's one reptar versus blue yoshi blue yoshi is the answer absolutely not wow raptar, raptar. we've some rugrats all right serious fans in here okay i will this was that's interesting one of the hardest decisions for me i didn't vote for all the yoshis but i did vote for the blue one i voted for blue oh mm. yeah for sure that's suspicious all right next up we've got sharp tooth from the really wow what the fuck sharp tooth that from land before time versus the raptors from jurassic park and the raptors didn't win the raptors didn't win come on you guys picked the fucking t-rex jesus you people are monsters god damn it you people are fucking monsters sharp tooth seriously the raptors and tri- oh god those were dope raptors i know have you they seen jurassic clever, park they were clever girls they got into the kitchen a bunch of little baby dinosaurs outsmarted sharp tooth incredible yeah these fucking raptors our listeners are goddamn idiots
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> All and this this is the day <laughs> our listeners are the worst and i hate them and this is the day the numbers plummet
1: yeah this is uh okay you know what, but that's that's the beauty of the single elimination bracket one and done yeah next bj the dinosaur from barney versus theodore rex theodore it- it- rex better one theodore rex won but okay. i don't care how 30% close it was of, okay i mean oh, okay that's too many though for a while What's it was you people it was like 100 percent. who's a barney person like really really um, it's interesting oh. yeah so, uh, next we have the Sabretooth Tiger versus Rex from Dino City. This is an SNES game that I don't think any of us have played. Mm, Sabertooth Tiger. Here's the thing. What? No. It's a tie. Whoa. That's the thing. We got an even oh, number of responses.
0: So, do we give it to the actual dinosaur or the one that I want to give it to? Let's go with our heart. Sabertooth Tiger. Sabretooth Tiger. And We're this- the tiebreaker. Yeah. Look at me. I am the captain. Yeah. Oh, not everyone is voted it? on that. I am that the captain one. now. It doesn't matter.
1: Okay. Well, move on. Maybe right. people didn't vote for it because they didn't one, know. This one is probably the one I'm most sad about. Oh, no. Yeah. The Dragonzord versus BP Richfield, Earl St. Clair's boss.
0: I really hoped it was BP Richfield, and I think I voted for
1: him. Yeah. You're, uh, you're a motherfucker then. Oh, he did it. Uh, I wanted the Dragonzord so bad. He's such a piece of shit, though. The Dragonzord? No. BP Richfield. Yeah. He's the worst. But like the dragon sword shoots shit out of his hands.
0: Yeah. But as far as like dinosaurs go, B.B. Richfield was like a businessman True. and also a dinosaur. He was savage in multiple ways.
1: Yeah. Uh. So he took it. That's the way that. That is very crumbles. surprising. All right. Next, we've got Riptor from Killer Instinct. He's up against the Toronto Raptor. Yeah. The Toronto Raptor. Come on. Yeah. But again, the margin is not. I was hoping he'd crush it. OK. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Megatron versus Dinosaur Jr. Yeah. Megatron. Yeah yeah clearly yeah green yoshi robbie st clair green yoshi for sure wow that yeah green yoshi took that yeah 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 so uh tops the other dinosaur from dino city versus the balsa wood dinosaur from uh if you dinosaurs did not to discover vote the giants for the fruits. balsa wood dinosaur so help me christ well i'm no. happy oh, no, i'm happy to let oh. you know okay that was a majority close, of people uh, it was a decent margin it was all right respect balsa wood yeah Okay, coming up next, we've got Denver the last dinosaur versus that dinosaur that uh, chases Gohan around in uh, in Dragon Ball Z. I went for the dino chaser, but Denver actually like it, it was close for me. This this is close and uh Oh wow. Yeah, Dinosaurs... uh, the dinosaur Gohan fight uh, runs away from, wins. He's L- on to chase after someone else. Literally by a vote. Yeah. I I think I think that, Or, one like or two. a very narrow margin. Yeah. Oh, we've got another tie. Okay. Sarah from the Land Before Time versus okay. Earl St. Clair. In for me, it's Earl. Yeah, no, I mean, okay. I, I, yeah, yeah. If, if we're having like a quorum yeah. of two on this, which yeah. I we are think for sure. Not a it's quorum. our podcast. What
0: are what are, what else are we here for? We're not getting any benefits. I don't get a dental out of this. Yeah, that's true. Yeah,
1: yeah. Have we, have we ever told the audience about our well, my stupid idea for a podcast, Friends with Benefits where we have a guest on each week who has benefits and we just <laughs> ask them what it's like what it's like to have benefits, to have, to have benefits with work oh man someday yeah all right now up next triceratops versus baby sinclair Ooh, i'm i i voted
0: for baby sinclair i am concerned that people did not but i think they did
1: i didn't but Ooh. everyone else did not okay, everyone good. else but a oh. majority of people voted for baby sinclair and that's all that matters perfect all right, Red Yoshi versus Godzilla. Nineteen ninety eight. I, vo- I Godzilla. voted Godzilla. I'm not sure what I voted. No, I voted Godzilla, and most people did as well. Yes. Yeah. All right. Dino from the Flintstones versus Littlefoot. Littlefoot's the answer. Oh no. Oh yeah, yeah. Of course. Oh, okay. Yeah, this was uh, this was one hundred percent for a while. Wow. Yeah. There were there were some where I was really surprised. Littlefoot
0: that. in the early going, looking like a very strong Final Four contender. Maybe. Yeah.
1: All right, Barney the Dinosaur up against Charmander. Please, please, Charmander. Oh, yeah, Barney's out. Okay, fuck you, Barney. Yeah, back to our imagination. Uh, inter- okay, interesting enough, uh, Dweeb versus Bulbasaur. Uh, Bulbasaur? Oh, yeah, Bulbasaur took it. Yeah. Uh, with the exact same percentage oh, as, uh, as Charmander. That's fun. Yeah, and I think they might actually be up against each other. Whoa. I think, yeah, I think it's going to be Charmander versus Bulbasaur. Just throwing this out there, fire is super effective against grass. Yeah, I mean, can't argue that. All right, we've got our next buy, T Bone, the extreme dinosaur. You did it, T Bone versus nobody. So the Tyrannosaurus dinosaur is up against Elsa from We're Back a Dinosaur Story. Rest in peace, Elsa. Yeah, she gone. Okay, she is letting it go. Wrong, Elsa. Different Elsa. Yeah, Baby Bop versus Resnor from Super Mario World. Resnor, right? Yeah. Oh no. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But again, we like I I expected this one to be Uncom- pretty close, uncomfortably to. close. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now we have Woog, the dinosaur from We're Back, A Dinosaur Story, versus Rex from Toy Story. Rex, obviously. hands down. But again, some of you voted for, for Woog. Wow. Yeah, we got some- uh, Toy Story haters. Yeah, some people. we got some SIDS out there. You bastards. <laughs> we
0: got some SIDS out there. That's the meanest thing that anyone said on this show since I said that our listeners are bad people some minutes ago.
1: Yeah. All right, so the pterodactyl dinosaur is up against the Voth from Star Trek Voyager. Yep. The Voth didn't win that, did they? I didn't even vote for the Voth. <laughs> <laughs> did anyone? Oh, yeah. Well, some people did. 20% of people That's voted for the Voth. That's a surprising number of people. All right. 25% of you voted for Jar Jar Binks. Who How do you live yourselves? was up against James Brontosaurus, More... which oh, God. is amazing. More of you voted for Jar Jar Binks than the Voth. Yeah, holy shit. Yeah. <sighs> like, do you just not like James Brontosaurus? Is that a thing? I love James Brontosaurus. Are you
0: guys anti-Robin Williams? And if so, how have you listened like, to this show for this long? I'm
1: not sure who he's going to be up against next. He's either going to be up against the Pterodactyl or the winner of Birdo versus Rex from We're Back, A Dinosaur Story. Oh, wow. And, that's uh, that's the closest vote we've that had. That is closest, yeah. So the
0: other one that I said was split by a vote couldn't have been. This yeah, so one this is, is maybe only one or two.
1: This is probably one, 52 to 47. Wow! Yeah, so uh, Rex from We're Back, A Dinosaur Story is narrowly taking that victory. Oh, that's so exciting. I and voted for Rex. I probably did as well, but okay. I actually, or did I? I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's Spike from Land Before Time versus the dinosaurs from Turok. Spike, these people aren't total monsters. Yep. And oh, okay. The final matchup. Yep oh that means james brontosaurus is against uh is against rex vote vote james brontosaurus i'm not gonna argue that so our final matchup is another pretty close one lizzie from rampage versus yellow yoshi i voted lizzie i voted lizzie too and uh did the people agree the people are with us on that one good yeah so you've uh, redeemed
0: yourselves listeners (laughs)
1: Yep, Lizzie from Rampage is going to be moving on to the next round. This is intense. One Yoshi made it through that. That's nuts. Out of four Yoshis. Yoshis are huge. They are definitely dinosaurs, as stated by Mario. And one of them made it through. And it was the OG Green Yoshi, I think. That's intense. Yeah, I was was really rooting for Blue Yoshi. I am very disappointed that Dinobot is out. Yeah, that's
0: that's a serious contender knocked out. Yeah, I thought Bot at least would have gotten to the round of 16. I know
1: that is what's brutal about single elimination brackets. Savage savagery. Yeah, so we're going to be posting those results probably around the same time as the podcast goes live. Not before. Yeah, this is going to be your first place to hear the results. That's true. And I I think. uh, Yeah. And if you know that, then there's if you're listening to this, there's no point in us saying that. That's true. Um at the end of that yeah uh next week we will uh we'll be duking it out with With more dino madness yep 32 enter 16 leave that's the way this crooked cookie is gonna crumble oh my god i'm excited i'm so anxious yeah all
0: right well for now, you can find us online at StuckInThe90sPodcast.com. If you'd like to be a $10 sponsor, email us about your favorite dinosaurs. Someone sent us an email that looked like junk mail. Okay. It went to our junk box and all it said was, hey, love the show. And one of those smiley faces with the sunglasses. Okay. I think it said, hey, love the show. Was something really short like that. And I responded thanks oh yeah thanks so it was very
1: nice oh one more one more shout out that i forgot to make last time sure. um i think we may have recorded it the first time in the last episode oh uh, yeah that happens uh, just a shout out to uh i forget what her name was uh who messaged us about taco bell oh yeah someone we were chatting uh with a lady on facebook
0: about taco bell in peterborough which is where uh my parents both grew up
1: i've been so to peterborough
0: it was relatable
1: yeah and just relatable because we used to make trips to the pita pit
0: in well, and, and,
1: taco bell. and taco bell because we didn't, have, we didn't one. have one in town and so, she had the same experience yeah. shout out to you for uh, also not having a taco bell you know our struggle yeah we uh
0: we are united yeah uh, you can also find us online and on facebook and instagram Suck in the nice podcast we're on twitter it's at 90s we haven't been great on social media lately but people are interested in the dinos which is pretty exciting so the next round like chris said will go up you will see it you can vote Come participate. It's fun. It's fun sending dinosaurs to slaughter. It is. <laughs> Except that when you choose horrible. the wrong one.
1: Yes. Then then you're horrible. Please stop choosing the wrong ones. Yep. Yeah. James Brontosaurus for Final Four. Please. We need this. Um, okay. I a think we vote we've... for James Brontosaurus is a wow. vote for Robin Williams. I
0: think we've shilled this enough, though.
1: We have. Yeah. We have not shilled any diet. It's just because he's probably going to get eliminated. Anyway. Uh,
0: yeah. Well, yeah. That's probably true.
1: Yeah. Like the other ones. I don't know. Uh, yeah. We're done. We'll uh, we'll get back to you next week with more Dino Madness and things about the '90s because that's the name of the podcast. That's true. Give us tacos, please. For now, the, the podcast, podcast is now. Blue Yoshi, James Brontosaurus. I just like R.I.P. Blue uh, Yoshi. Really, yeah, rest like, in peace. all the power to James Brontosaurus.
0: Vote James.